Welcome to the MFG Cast. Hey guys, got a special guest here today. We've got Jason Anarchy from uh, Drink Quest. Thanks for coming on the show. Hello, thanks for having me. No problem. Before we talk about your product, usually when we do our podcast, we usually take a topic and we like to kind of go through the years on that topic. And usually when we interview people, we like to talk to them about where they started with games and then how they progressed into the present. So. I was sure. just wondering if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself of how you got into gaming and RPGs. Okay, yeah. Um, let's see, I'll start when I was around 10. I could probably go a bit earlier, but uh, when I was around 10 for my birthday, I got a copy of Milton Bradley's Hero Quest. So it was like a big box, tons of miniatures, and a really big, really cool kind of uh, simplified Dungeons & Dragons a little bit. And I loved that game, and I played it a ton. And one of the best things about it was there was a quest book. It had 14 quests. And the last page was just like a blank map, so you could make your own quest sort of thing. So I played the hell out of that game, and uh, I thought, well, I'm going to make my own quest. So I would just, I'd always be the, the DM, and I'd always be making all these different quests for my friends and stuff like that, and running groups. And just got to the point where, like, over over 20 years I was doing that. And I'd always just be taking, you know, some gameplay system from, you know, one thing and adding it to Hero Quest and doing this other thing. And so the game we would play every Saturday night wouldn't really resemble any one game anymore. And so I was just doing that for fun for a really long time. And that was kind of the, the base of my, my RPG influences. I haven't played a lot of like strict Dungeons & Dragons until recently, but uh, I always like the casual stuff where you can uh, you can still do role-playing and you can still hang out with people and you know, having fun with your friends is number one sort of thing. And then to actually come up with the idea for Drinking Quest, it's uh, it has a few influence, influences from Hero Quest, but it isn't like a straight-up parody or anything like that. It was basically just, you know, I had all this kind of business knowledge at the time with the, the jobs I was working, and I had all this a crazy amount of unofficial game design experience and it was like wow i think i can make a good game and i think i can actually release it in a way that people will play it so uh that's kind of where i was coming from when i came up with that came out with that so uh and besides that just a lot of like uh video game rpgs like uh the single digit final fantasies and stuff like that nice perfect so you talked about gming so when you gm what kind of gm are you uh, I am the kind that is uh, farther away from a rules lawyer than closer to a rules lawyer. So it's like, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, spending 20 minutes looking at one rule doesn't really matter. It's just you got a group of people there. And as an adult, it's hard to get people together. Like, you know, friends are uh, the resource. Everyone has different schedules and stuff like that. So that's what you need to accommodate sort of thing. So, you know, just make sure the people that are there are having fun. And uh, you need to uh, wing it quite a bit and sound convincing. But, uh, you know, it's for the fun of the group, so totally worth it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree. I, it feels like back in the past, and like, I'm fairly new to uh, um, Dungeons & Dragons and, like, that kind of role-playing and stuff like that. I probably started more in, like, younger high school, like, early high school and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, it, it's just funny how, you know, back when you first start, it's al- it's almost like it's kind of a uh, role reversal to now to where we are now. You know, it seems like back then it was like, okay, we had all the time in the world. We could look up yeah. the spells and we could, you know, kind of talk about what's going on. And nowadays it's like, okay, I've got 
four hours to play this game. We got to get the yeah. shit going. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna, you know, we're gonna wing it. We're not gonna get too rules heavy unless somebody really wants to get into it, you know. So I always yeah. think it that it's kind of funny that it changes as you get older. Yeah, there's no fucking around now. Yeah, it's just you sit down and you take advantage of that time. Absolutely. Yep, yep, and that's always great. So tell us a little bit about how Drinking Quest works. Okay, yeah. So it plays like a like a. I describe Hero Quest as a simplified Dungeons and Dragons, but Drinking Quest simplifies it uh, even beyond that. So I describe it as the simplest tabletop RPG that still fits the strict definition. So the idea is that you know it should be a fifty-fifty drinking game tabletop RPG. Um, so it's a really easy RPG, but it's a really complicated drinking game because it's also RPG. So a typical game lasts two or three hours to get through a, a four-quest campaign, and each game has four different heroes, four different quests, dice, character sheets, everything you need. The cards act as the dungeon master, so nobody has to run the game while they're drinking. So a few ways that's different from other RPGs is that, uh, or from other drinking games, is that it's only half drinking games. So there's a chug system in place when your character dies, which will be often enough over, over the course of the game. So when your character dies, you have to chug your drink in real life in order to come back, and then you can start your, you know, the next turn like nothing happened. And it uh, it also assumes that you, you know your friends are just sitting there drinking their drinks like normal people would tend to do, whether it was you know considered in the drinking game or not. So most drinking games are really front heavy, so it's just drink as much as you can as fast as you can. They're over in ten minutes. One person's just done right away every time. So this is kind of like less of a crazy frat boy drinking game and more of like uh, you know hanging out with some friends on Friday or Saturday night and. You know, you're not going out kind of thing, so you're just going to play some tabletop games. So, yeah, and uh, a great side effect, too, is that uh, I never intended this. I, I always, yeah, it was basically designed just for people who liked RPGs already because it's like a parody game, but there are a lot of people that are, are starting with Drinking Quest and getting in, into RPGs that way because it's such a simple engine. And so I, I've started describing it as the beginner's box that you get before you actually buy the beginner's box. So my next question is, what, what do you have against livers? Why are you punishing them so much? Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of weird. I, I'm both uh, encouraging drinking with with having a drinking game where you have to do chugs. But as far as drinking games go, actually, uh, pretty light and there's a control mechanism. So each game is divided up into four different themed quests. It's uh, yeah, so there's a little bit of uh, liver hate there. But uh, at the end of the day, it's still uh, not as bad as the drinking games are. So yeah, basically, there's a one chug per quest maximum. Most drinking games, it's drink till you pass out. So this one's drink to the almost pass out kind of thing so uh with that pacing mechanism it uh, keeps it a pretty reasonable game that way nice nice so you have right now you have all three drinking quests available plus you have a trilogy trilogy edition oh god wow trilogy edition that's yeah, really yeah, hard to say a, apparently <laughs> yeah yeah another one of my favorite games of all time which is kind of an obscure one well it's not that obscure but i i never see anything on it online is uh Lord of the Rings Risk. So they had Lord of the Rings Risk when the movies came out. Then they had Lord of the Rings Risk Trilogy Edition. Uh, for Drinking Quest Trilogy Edition, the idea was to combine all three games, put them in one big box, colorize everything, make everything better, uh, kind of have the definitive version there. So it was a lot of fun for me to kind of plunk Trilogy Edition on, onto uh, the end of that is because it made sense and it was an homage to a, a game that I really liked playing. Nice. Perfect. So, so yeah, that came out and it's uh, it's the big uh, item from Drinking Quest this Christmas, so... Nice, perfect. It's been going very well and just uh, great reactions all around. That's awesome. So I, I heard that you have a Mega Man themed. Yes. Yeah, Mega Man 2. There's, uh, so Drinking Quest uh, Trilogy Edition has three brand new quests that are different in the sense that they're used to accent existing quests. 
So what it does is it just, in a very simple way, just adds a lot of uh, customization options and different ways you can play the game. So yeah, you can kind of plunk this Mega Man quest into any of the existing games. And you, uh, there are eight robotic bosses, like uh, Chug Man and Stip Man and Drunken Superman, things like that. And you can get superpowers from them um, that uh, you can legitimately use later in the game if you defeat them. So it's, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. That's, uh, Mega Man 2 is just one of my all-time favorite video games. And it's just such a, a part of retro gaming, pop culture sort of thing. So, yeah, I was really happy to put that in there. That was a lot of fun to do. Yeah, that's great. That sounds amazing. It's funny because we just had ourselves a little local uh video game tournament that we did that the mfg cast held with some of our friends and i brought in Mega Man too so it's kind of fitting that i had kind of heard about that on the side before we started doing this whole thing so i think that's awesome. such a great idea cool thanks yeah no problem all right so i thought this is a great time to have you on because you know it's getting to be christmas time and what what better present to give somebody than the gift of drinking and role-playing so yeah. what 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 are we looking at for prices for for your games? Yeah, so for uh, the games typically go for twenty five dollars. The individual games are on sale for another day, actually, for the Black Friday weekend sale we had going. Uh, but they usually go for twenty five dollars. So Trilogy Edition is uh, basically four games worth of content for fifty dollars. So it's on the site for forty nine. And the idea is that yeah, you get four games for the price of two, sort of thing, and you kind of get you know just tons of content in the box. And uh, just a lot of hours of gameplay out of it. So nice. Yeah, and there's also a deluxe edition on the site for an extra twenty dollars. You can get uh, a bunch of signed cards and a personalized comic book panel where I write stupid jokes and make fun of the person a little bit. And um, there's a, you, get a, you can get a Tyvek cloth map, which is beer resistant, and you can get a download link to check out the Drinking Quest uh, comic book. Uh, I have a rap song about tabletop games with MC Lars. That's in there. And I just added this. This is brand new. Uh, it's from the Kickstarter. You can get. Uh, a printout of like a, a paper craft, paper craft thing to make a, a Chuglocks kind of model or what? It's uh, it's really uh, smartly put together. It's really cool. Nice. So with uh, yeah, I heard about the. I'm sorry, I heard about the Drinking Quest comic too. Is that the uh, the same person that does the art for the game too? No, it's um, yeah, the Drinking Quest comic. That was uh, that was really fun because I just basically wanted to make one comic that kind of set up the universe. Uh, like the drunken Middle Earth that the game exists in. Nice. So the game's kind of like hint to a lot of things and kind of build that world, but the comic book really fleshes it out, uh, and it makes it a lot easier to uh, uh, tell more jokes. So yeah, basically, yeah, the, the comic, it's uh, yeah, it's great to be able to just kind of flesh out the universe and uh, tell longer-form jokes and things like that. The team that did the artwork, a guy named Stuart Patterson out of the UK, he did all the pencils and inks, and uh, a girl named Anique Zimmer out of Seattle, she did the coloring on the comic, and just both of them just did a great job. So the idea was to do like one step comic that kind of shows the potential, and just you know have it be a fun comic in its own right. And uh, you know that's uh, that's kind of a pitch to publishers. If I wanted to send that out, if it doesn't get picked up, I could do a Kickstarter and do five more issues and a trade or something like that. So yeah, yeah, it was it was really fun to do. And uh, right now the physical copies are just exclusive at shows, uh, and I work a lot of conventions and things like that. So it's uh, yeah, it's been going really well. Perfect. That's awesome. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's gotta be great. I can great. send you a download link for all that stuff too, if uh, you want to check that out. <laughs> Perfect. It's, it's gotta be pretty fulfilling to, you know, go, th- go through your life and have these things affect you in a way that you're able to make this game, have it be a huge success and to be able to go to these cons and sell them to your fans and be able to talk through, you know, like us through Twitter and stuff like that. It must, must be a great feeling. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, um, like, don't get me wrong, it's not like a like a permanent sense of contentment or anything like that, but, uh, you know, it's it's, uh, it's a ton of work, but every once in a while you have to stop and be like, 
oh yeah, this is really cool what I'm doing. This is, uh, you know, 12 year old me would think I'm the shit, you know? <laughs> um, so it's, uh, yeah, you have to tell yourself those things to uh, appreciate that for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There's, there's lots of things that, you know, it's a lot of hard work and, you know, it, it's sometimes it's hard to stop and think, you know, how, how, you know, how lucky you are, especially when you're doing stuff and shit goes wrong and, you know, there's always something that kind of gets in the way of the next thing. So yeah, for sure. I, I think a big part of uh, why it was successful, it's um, typically creative people aren't good at business kind of thing. And uh, I just worked a lot of different types of just business jobs in the, the newspaper industry and stuff like that. And, you know, for a pretty young age, I had quite a bit of experience. So I was able to do that end too and kind of set that up ahead of time in a way that it would work. And it's kind of tough too when people come up and they're like, oh yeah, how do I, uh, how do I get my game out there? How do I do this? How do I do that? And it's, you know, the answer is, uh, you know, there aren't a lot of general answers that kind of fit everybody. You know, everyone's got their own things that will work and won't work. But basically at the end of the day, it's, you know, how many, you know, what are you going to sacrifice? How many hours are you going to put into it? And any kind of initial budget you can get uh, is incredible too. So Kickstarter is great, but I always try to tell people, I'm like, you know what, build a bit of a following first, then do a Kickstarter. That way it's successful because the idea of, you know, having a Kickstarter and just coming out of nowhere with no way to promote it, you know, how are you bringing people there kind of thing. So, you know, just, uh, you know, work cons and get out there and make the contacts first. And, uh, you know, that's uh, the best time to do crowdfunding. Yep, that's great. Great advice. I've, I've heard that from a few people. So, yep, that seems to be the way to go. Well, great. Well, thanks for coming on. I appreciate uh, you taking the time out of your busy schedule and your, your uh, busy time on Twitter uh, trying to come up with uh, good material. I don't know how you do yeah, it. thanks. Because every time yeah, I... if, uh, if I'm tweeting about getting really wasted later, I'm just totally making it up. I'm actually working all night. So <laughs> don't yeah. tell anybody though. Yeah, okay. I, no, just... your secret is safe with me. It's, it's kind of funny because you know I see all these people that come up with the you know you're one of these people and some other people we follow and it's like it's funny how people you know you guys come up with such great tweets and I'm like I I think like I'm pretty funny with my friends and stuff like that but when it comes to putting something on Twitter I'm like wow I am dumb why am I even trying to put anything that has any kind of funny tone to it you know all right thanks so much i appreciate that yeah. yeah it's uh it's a lot of fun to do twitter and twitter is always kind of in my head so it's uh it's not from lack of trying that's for sure yeah exactly so so what's in the future for you anything else that's coming up uh yeah next year um next year we have two games coming out drinking quest is trilogy edition just the best version i, I think i could ever put out but wait five years maybe i'll do a four or something like that but <laughs> so because that can't really be topped i'm gonna Coming out with two non-drinking games next. One of them is a really high-concept RPG, and beyond that, I'm not giving away too many details. Uh, another one is a collab with another really talented designer, and that one is um, that'll probably have the deepest gameplay of any game I've worked on yet. Uh, but again, can't give away too many details about that one either. It's still pretty early. Uh, one's coming out the first half of next year. The other one's coming out the second half. And then also, this is actually the first time I mentioned this, but I uh, looks like I'm going to be coming out with a webcomic too at some point next year. So all that great uh, Twitter material that's out there, I can channel that like, artwork to all of my tweets, and everything will be beautifully illustrated. So uh, that's something to look forward to uh, as well. Perfect. So, yeah, that's brand new, but it's coming along really fast. And, uh, yeah, I'd love to get that in the next few months. Yeah, perfect. Well, wow, sounds like you got a lot on your plate. Yeah, yeah, it's uh no, I'm lucky to uh, be able to do all this. Absolutely. So oh. it's uh as long as people uh keep enjoying it and keep laughing at the tweets, I'll keep doing it. <laughs> yeah, perfect, perfect. Well, again, thanks for coming on and uh guys, go to drinkingquest.com, get your orders in, get that loved one Drinking Quest and 
get them drunk. Come on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Jason. Cool. All right. Thanks so much. Cheers. 